your stats up. And even though the truth hurts, get your facts up. Yeah, we still playing hurt. Get your stats up. Bluff city, hoop city. Get your facts up. Huh? Keep it real with you, dog. No, no matter, matter what. what. Even if I'm injured, I'ma still lace them up. Preach. Sitting on the bench, it ain't no such thing as love. Preach. The playing hurt podcast, the only thing I trust. Preach. Cause it's only real when they do speak. Preach. Like Courtney Lee from three, it's good on release. Preach. It's grit and grind during playoff time. Preach. Playing hurt, hold it down for Memphis and Key. Preach. Get your stats up, and even though the truth hurt, get your facts up. Yeah, we still playing hurt. Get your stats up. The sports talk heavyweight. Let's start the show. Bring the pill. What is going on out there, people? Welcome to another edition of Playing Hurt Podcast. I am the one, the only CJ Hurt. Joined alongside, as always, Mr. Drew Barry. What's up with you, man? You know, still out there grinding. Grinding. Not helping. Not. not it's not working. No, maybe it's the hair. It's not the hair. Maybe it's the hair. That if anything, the hair will help the grind. It is. It is <laughs> because it is looking amazing. It is looking more full and luxurious. Yes. I will, you use Pantene Pro V? No, I know. I haven't. I haven't switched. It? I, I need to get on some conditioner. You know, I'm so broke right now. I can't even afford it. Okay. Yeah. Between fraternity dudes, eating gas, I I, I have no money. Hey, you <laughs> clearly you don't have your priorities in the right order. Because you don't need to eat. You need to get that hair looking right. <laughs> that is true. Get your that hair looking right, and then the ladies will pay for you to eat. Yeah. I need. I can get a sugar mama that way. Get Always get a sugar mama. When mm-hmm. in doubt, go get a sugar mama. Uh, we got a special podcast for you guys today. We are joined by... Well, wait. We didn't do all the other intros. Yeah. So I'm just so excited to have Ben Hogan here. So that's why... You're going to jump out of turn? I am. But anyways, where can they find you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at dbarrett36, uh, on Instagram dbarrett1236. I don't have a new story in the Tri-State Dependent this week, but continue to go on. And uh, if you haven't already, read my old stuff. Uh, it is pretty entertaining. Uh, you can find that on at tsdmemphis.com. All right. And you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at conradicalness. Uh, email the show if you want to get in touch with the show, Podcast at gmail. You can always comment in the comment section down below and check us out. We are under the Cerrito Live Network on iTunes for those of you who are listening by other means. And, yeah, that does it for the little housekeeping stuff. We are joined by none other than Ben Hogan. What's going on, sir? What's up, guys? Where can they find you? Uh, not the golfer. Real simple, folks. Oh. Ben, what do, you, what do you do exactly for those who live under a rock and dome? <laughs> uh, I produce the Eric Hasseltine show on 92.9 ESPN. I run camera at Fox 13. Uh, Bennett Doyle and I do a fantasy sports podcast as well. We do a fantasy football show during football season. We do that on ESPN 790. So I'm just, uh, you know, always always going somewhere. also do stats for Eric during the Grizzlies game. Are y'all doing uh, baseball fantasy? Uh, yeah, we just started. Actually, he went on vacation, so we kind of took a week off. Hmm. And I'm trying to uh, I'm gonna start doing daily fantasy stuff on the website, but right Which now website? the 929 ESPN website, okay, uh, the blog that John Martin runs. There's a he does articles and whatnot, and there's a blog spot on there as well. And I'm gonna start putting up stuff. I'm just trying to get a hold or get a grasp of what's going on in the season right now, because early in the season baseball 
Fantasy baseball is tough because you usually draft. For me, I draft my team. I'm not going to get too in depth, but I draft my team and I don't really drop anybody except for pitchers because hitters take a while to get going. Yeah. And you can kind of tell after about a month if they're actually just not going to perform this year. See, this is the first year I've done uh, fantasy baseball and I keep scratching my head every day. I'm trying to tinker with my lineup every day. And the day that I take somebody, put them on the bench, they hit two home runs, go three for yes. four. So, as a new fantasy player, would you just suggest picking a lineup and sticking to it? Stick stick with it because baseball is a game of like it's a game of streaks. You know, mm-hmm. guys will be on a hot streak or they'll go in a slump. At the end of the year, it's all about the final numbers because that's what it boils down to. Because it's so long mm-hmm. that it eventually it'll catch up with itself and. If you have a good team, it'll show up, and then you'll make the playoffs. See, I don't have that great of a team because I I, I was working during the draft. I couldn't get the uh, which everybody. podcast were we doing during that draft? Uh, we were. It was Gill. I think we had Gill on for the for all, the, for the, the awards NBA and awards are being announced now. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I only got to make like four of my own picks, and I've been trying to pick up some people and trying to tinker it, but it's just not where I want it to be. I'm in the middle I'm in the middle of the pack though, so I'm at least I'm not last. Do you do head to head or rotisserie? Uh, like um, uh is it one standing all season long? No uh we've got two different uh divisions and then I go uh get somebody every week. Okay. Yeah. Uh head to, I, I prefer head to head because I just say I you play someone different every week and you know if you have a good team it like I said it will show at the end. Rotisserie's okay but with baseball, you will not pay attention to your team for a week or two because you're either on vacation mm-hmm. or you're doing other things or you get really busy and then you're out of it. Yeah. And you get penalized by the dude that has nothing else or the, the lady that has nothing else mm-hmm. to do besides tinker with their fantasy team. And even if you have a better team, you're going to lose, whereas you may lose one matchup one week. That's okay mm-hmm. because you have 25 other weeks to make yeah. up for it. All this talk about baseball. Yep. And has, CJ loves has it. Has put me to sleep. <laughs> and everything Ben Hogan just said, he didn't mention the thing that's most important that he does, which is ball on my church ball team. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We went six and two. Six and so, two. So you two are on the team and I'm not on the team? Yeah, pretty much. Why? I can ball. We got, we got 10 players, Drew. But I can ball. We, we're not going to have an 11 man rotation. You don't have to. Drop four of them. I can play for all four. Drew, no. I'm that good. We're not. Drew thinks he can beat me in one-on-one, by the way. I probably can. I can beat him in anything. That's what in anything. Anything. That, anything. Forget anything. Let's okay. talk about one-on-one, Ben. Can he beat me <laughs> one-on-one in basketball? Man, I don't think he could stop you. I don't think he could either. I don't think he can stop me. Okay. You, clearly, you don't know who I am. <laughs> I'm going to let that slide. Youthful exuberance is what I'll chalk that up to. I go all out, though. I, I came yeah. in here with a limp. Ben's in here with a limp. <laughs> I got contusions on my forearm and a hurt jaw and a busted lip. See, and I feel great today, so you could be going down. Okay. You could well, be on my worst a, day. Yeah. Hey, hey there's a wreck. <laughs> hey, we can just go right across to the wreck. We can. Yeah. I'm down. I'm balling my khakis. All right. No worries. <laughs> uh, so I this is not. let you. <laughs> this is not, out there. not a podcast about our church ball team. Although we were six and two in the A division, uh, this is not a podcast about fantasy <laughs> baseball today. Unfortunately, <laughs> this is, a, however, a podcast about the NFL draft, and it's right around the corner. It'll be going on next week on Thursday, mm-hmm. and so we're gonna give you guys a little bit of a draft preview. And so let's hop right on into it, and we'll talk 
first about Jameis Winston, Marcus Mario, because that's that's the big story. Every year is always a player or two that captivate analysts and fans alike to see what's what exactly is going to happen with them. Mm. And so right now, who do you guys like more, Jameis or Marcus Mariota? Right now, Jameis is probably the favorite. He's, he's the one that most experts are picking. But just going off a of lot, I mean, it, careers are built more than one year. But Mariota last year had, I think, Close to about 18, 17 more touchdowns, about over a thousand more yards than Winston did. Winston did not look as great in his sophomore year as he did his freshman freshman year. I know I've heard reports about him changing up his uh, arm motion in the offseason. Maybe that's going to help. But just going off of last year, I I like Mariota. I do. Ben, what about you, man? Uh, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say uh, Jameis Winston because you've seen quarterbacks like Mariota come into the league. Uh, RG3, Kaepernick, you got guys that are running out of the pocket. They're good for a year or two, and then the defensive schemes catch up to mm-hmm. them. A lot of the guys take a step back instead of a step forward, whereas the pocket passers, at the end of the day, they're still the guys. I understand Russell Wilson is a little bit different, but he's he has a better throwing motion. He's better in the pocket mm. than Kaepernick or RG3, in my opinion. RG3 phenomenal first year understand injuries play a part with him but Winston's more of a pocket passer than Mariota and I think that those guys have longer careers you got Brady Manning Rodgers all those guys and I would take Winston do you think his uh off the field antics though could hurt him yes I mean obviously you're taking a chance Mm -hmm. with drafting Jameis Winston but I don't think either of those two are actually a sure thing at number one but the two teams that are drafting one and two really need a quarterback and well you can't afford to take a risk on any of the other quarterbacks in the draft over those two one of those teams needs so much more than a quarterback yes i understand Tampa bay is is a quarterback away from being pretty okay Okay. he'll be okay from being decent they already got the offensive weapons there with yes jackson and uh mike 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 Evans. evans got uh martin in the backfield a, mm. a pretty decent running back as well who probably if you get a good passing game will get a lot better or be a lot better so they you know quarterback is fine the titans though you, you need you need everything yes. with the titans so why take a chance on either one of those but we'll get to that see, later see talking uh before the show yeah uh i was telling cj i was looking i was looking through the draft and if i'm Mariota or winston i either want to go first or i want to go 10th I do not want to go to Tennessee. There's just nothing around. I feel like Tennessee is just dead. It's 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 a it's a hole in the ground right now for NFL. It it's not Cleveland yet. It's going to take a lot longer for it to be like a Cleveland, but I just don't see anything coming out of Tennessee in the next 2 3 years unless they somehow can pick up those weapons. I I don't think that there is a much dire straits as y'all make it. Uh, they do have Kendall Wright. They do have Justin Hunter. They do have two guys. That you haven't even seen what Bishop Sankey can do because he really didn't get much playing time till right. towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that these guys are going to be the next coming of the you know greatest show on turf, Rams, but I think if they're put there with a good quarterback, it could possibly lead to something on the offensive end. But see, that's that's the thing. We don't know what's going, what to expect from those three players specifically on on the Titans offense because they haven't been around a good quarterback. But you also saw with their offensive line. Yeah, and that's something else, and that offensive line is still bad. So that offensive line is bad. We don't know about the weapons at all. 
like, why would you – you don't want to go there. I know you're confident as a player, especially right. as a young man yeah. like Drew is. You I know, can do anything. Right. That's a Beat you process. in anything. Beat everybody in anything. <laughs> hey, it's a 20-year-old mentality right but there. But you yes. – you get into the NFL, man, and you take a couple of those hits from a couple of those linemen once or twice. J.J. Watt comes at you and knocks you down a few times, and you begin to reevaluate your capabilities quickly. Mm. Like, and that's we've the got thing. to get help somewhere. You go to the Titans, you're going to see J.J. Watt and Jadavian Clowney coming at you twice a year. On one team. Yes. Yeah, that's what I – yeah, on mm. one team. Yeah. Twice a year. I don't know what Jacksonville and Indianapolis really have on the defensive end. They're – I mean, Jacksonville needs a lot of things too, but yeah. And but Indianapolis, they're more offense. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you, but still, you have to deal with those too. They're NFL the line, team. NFL yes. defensive line oh, yeah, coming yeah, to yeah. get you. Big, strong, fast men coming to hit you. So you know, to your point, Drew. Yeah, you, as a quarterback, why would you want to go there? And as a a team, why would you want to draft a quarterback there? I I just don't understand. As 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 the Tennessee Titans front office. I'm wanting to draft a quarterback, even if the quarterback doesn't want to come. I mean, yeah, you might. Why? Why one of these quarterbacks? This isn't Andrew Luck. This I isn't mean, Peyton Manning you're drafting. When are you going to get another Andrew Luck or another Peyton Manning? When are you going to get uh, two Heisman Trophy winners in one draft? I don't know. That doesn't mean that they're quarterback ready. Johnny Manziel won a Heisman. Uh, RG3 won a Heisman. If it's not the right player, it's not the right RG3 player. RG3 injury. Johnny Manziel apparently drug issues. I don't know. Uh, it's not, it's not wait, good. Apparently, drug. We knew John what, Manziel what? had issues. I mean, coming. he had issues, but I didn't know he need, he had rehab issues. I mean, do we really need to go with Tim Tebow won a Heisman? Tim Tim Tebow won a Heisman. I <laughs> hey, he, about hey he also won a playoff game. He did win a he playoff win a play, game. He, he completed what six six passes that game. Yeah, he was like six for fourteen or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a Tebow fan, but still, I mean, he I'm, did win a playoff game. He was six of fourteen. And if so one of these, we're going to do. That's my issue with quarterbacks. I wouldn't. I would never draft Trent a quarterback. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Trent. I know he Trent did. Dilfer won a Super <laughs> Bowl. Dilfer dimes, baby. Trent uh, Dilfer won a Super Bowl for for the Ravens because that's they injured right. Rich Gannon. That's yeah. right. They injured I, Rich pretty, Gannon pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cheap shot, Tony Saragusa. <laughs> but no, why draft <laughs> quarterback if you can get a top? A quarterback who you think in the next seven, eight years will be a top five to eight player? Mm. Sure, why not? Go get him. But if you can't, or if you think that there's a chance that one of these guys might not be a top five to ten quarterback somewhere down the line in the NFL, why draft him? Well, here, let me why ask draft, you. Why what? draft him in the first round? Why draft him with a top ten pick? When you can go out there and you got the top ten pick in the NFL draft. Mm. You are guaranteed if you do this well, not guaranteed. If you do this the right way, you can get you a player at a position where you know five years down the line he will be one of the best players at his position in the NFL. I feel like people if, reach so much no, on if quarterbacks. You, if you know that, then definitely go after him. But you're not going to let Zach Mettenberger run your offense for a year and wait for that next Peyton Manning or that next Tom Brady to come along. Going back to the old Heisman thing, what? What makes these two different than Cam Newton? Cam Newton has started at Carolina his entire career. He's actually had an okay last couple of seasons. He's on the up and up. So what makes Jameis Winton's and Marcus Mariota not a Cam Newton? They don't have the physical tools Cam Newton had. I thought Winston may. You think Winston? Winston's not the, not the he, athlete he can't, Cam. He can't he run, he like, can't Cam run like Cam Newton, but and, I think he can take if, a hit. Man, all this take a hit. The, whoever the Titans quarterback is is going to get hit. I understand, but also you got to look at Ken Wisenhunt. 
uh, I know that things aren't really good between him and the Titans fans. If they bomb again this year, he might be out of a job after two years. You have to take a chance, and you would have to do it with the quarterback. The fans pick. They are picking. That is is when you get in trouble, when you let fans dictate what you do. Fans can also dictate your job. But Wisenhunt doesn't have time to build. Like, he didn't show anything this year at all. Every decision he made was the wrong decision. Yeah, but you don't think that fans will... His favorite quarterback hey, was Charlie Whitehurst. That that was their best quarterback. That was all they had. And you don't think fans will realize that, hey, they don't have anybody in place, but they got pieces around that, that are going to make them better. I don't think people from Nashville understand that. Titans, well, it's fans, not, it's not, Titans fans are, for one, they're so mean. They're the Tennessee I, Titans. Yes. Not the but Nashville where, Titans. Where do they play? Nashville? LP Field? Yeah, but they're the They might as well be the Nashville, the Nashville Titans. Titans. Because I don't want them anywhere near touching the great name of Tennessee, the greatest state in the union, because they are the meanest people. I went up there for a Ravens-Titans game when I was 17 years old. 17 years old for my birthday. Ravens lost the game. Fourth quarter, Ravens score, I think, still down by like 14. I jump up and cheer. Titans fan next to me, pa, smacks the crap out of me in the back of the head. Told me to said some words at me and told me to sit down. <laughs> I'm 17. This is a drunk 35-year-old trying to fight me. I've never been called worse names in my life for having on a Joe Flacco jersey. Mm, mm, mm. So you. I don't like them. Poor you. Poor you. But They're the, terrible people. They're the, and that's why Nashville sucks. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason? No, no. There's a lot more, but that's why it sucks today. Fair enough. Okay, but yeah, so again, letting fans run the franchise, back to that point, or, or put pressure on you and make you, you know, do things outside of what is right, mm. you, you get into issues with that. And I don't think for the Titans specifically, drafting a quarterback will do them any good. It'll do them about as much good as drafting a quarterback in the first round this year will do them about as much good as drafting Zach Mettenberg in the sixth round did them last year. Because there's so much that they need. These two, with well, Jameis is not going to be able to get away from pressure. Jameis is going to get hit hmm. back there in the pocket. Yeah, but he's and got the size on him. I mean, he's built. He's built, but getting hit is getting hit. And you don't ever want your quarterback getting hit. No. Because that's your one hit away. Always. You're constantly one hit away. And you take that type of beating on you, it'll wear on you during the season. And Marcus Mariota, while he's he's more – while he's better at escaping, getting outside of the pocket and making plays, I just don't know if five years from now we'll say, well, Marcus Mariota is one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. No. Is there – I'm sorry. I, I just got to ask this one question. Is there anybody five years in their career that they were the best quarterback, one of the top five quarterbacks in, in the NFL? Anybody? Was yeah. Peyton Manning one of the top five I quarterbacks in Peyton, the NFL in Peyton the first was. five years? I think you could argue Andrew Luck right now. Uh, give me my man up in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. I was gonna say, how many years has Rodgers been in the league? He's Aaron been in, he's been in there since. Far. Saying, yeah, he was in there I'm, since far. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying starter fifth year. His like fifth year in the NFL. He was one of the top five to eight quarterbacks in the NFL. He was, and I mean, you can get that, but hmm. you can also get players at other positions who's one of the top five or seven or eight players in their position with a top ten pick. And I think with a top 10 pick, that's what you should do. You should say, hey, I want to go out and get somebody who is going to be a top 
ten player at his position in the NFL with one of those top ten picks. And then from after ten, once you get to 12, 13, 14, then I can understand you drafting mm-hmm. based on a need or something like that. But top ten pick, why why pass on a guy? Why pass on Leonard Williams? Why? That doesn't make sense to me. He's he's almost he's a lot to be one of the best defensive linemen, assuming he doesn't get injured or anything like that. Like not ever, but in five years from now we'll say, hey, right. he was pretty good. Now if you were the Titans, would you entertain trades for Phillip Rivers or Jay Cutler? No. Oh yeah. For Phillip Rivers, yes. Rivers, yes. Cutler? No. No. Those I'm not my... touching Cutler with a forty with a ten ten foot pole. Well, those are my two least favorite quarterbacks in the league, so <laughs> No, for those, I don't <laughs> know if it, no, no, yeah, let me let me answer your question on why you pass up Williams. It goes back to the fan. It's not a sexy pick. The fans want that sexy pick. They want that up and coming franchise player. And and, and that's Williams the issue. is not a fancy. It's not a flashy pick. That's the issue. You want sex appeal? How about winning? That's what America built about, on it. How about winning? I thought America. Well, I, mean, Seattle, I thought America was built on winning. Seattle Fans has that appeal. defense. You know, they got Marshawn Lynch. They got Russell Wilson, but. Name one receiver for the Seahawks. Uh, if, are we going to count Jimmy Graham? <laughs> no. Percy, you got Doug Baldwin. Is Percy Harvin? No, Percy got uh, traded. See? Oh. Doug Baldwin. That's their mm. that's their sexy wide receiver one. Yeah. If you want? I mean, if you consider him a one receiver, right? No, no, he's a three. Mm. Right. But in Seattle, that's what he is because they win with defense they get good field position short field for russell wilson he's able to move around in the pocket make some plays and, and that's and the I, thing I seattle don't is, like seattle seattle is built around something we're talking about other teams comparing them to tennessee those other teams are built around something what are the titans built around like they have no identity mm-hmm. as a football team baltimore is built around being tough defensively being tough offensively, just in general being tough, tough. that's it Got Green Bay built around Aaron Rodgers and what he can do with his arm. Got Tom Brady and New England being that's built around the same type of thing and everything. The Titans aren't built around anything. It just seems like a hodgepodge of players that mm-hmm. you're grabbing and pulling at and hoping something happens. And it's led to uh, their GM, Ruston Weber. I don't know what his name is. Uh, his first name. I don't know how to say it. Ruston. it but it, oh. see, when you say it like that, it sounds villainous, doesn't it? Yes. Webster sounds like a villain, like Roostone Webster. Like, he sounds like a villain. <laughs> like, he sounds like people really dislike him. And up in, Tennessee, up in Tennessee, up in Nashville, they do. And I'm assuming elsewhere in Tennessee, they do. Roto World has him as, like, the 26th uh, rated GM. And that's dead last. They They took into consideration GMs who hadn't been on the job yet. So, uh-huh. GMs with at least one year experience. Webster, dead last. Because he's, he's terrible at trying to pull talent together. He's got to right. sit down and say, hey, this is what we're going to be built around. And it's a whole lot easier to build a team and a winning franchise around a defense than it is a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because you never know what's going to happen with a quarterback. That is true. So that's why you don't pass on him. He plays – Williams plays the interior line. Mm-hmm. He plays on the outside of the line real well. He's big, he's fat, he's athletic, he can get to the quarterback. And who's been plaguing the Titans since pretty much they they came into the division? The Colts have. Mm-hmm. The Colts plagued them with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning got injured. Colts fell back down to earth. They then go out and get, the, get Andrew Luck with the number one overall pick. And Luck is plaguing the Titans right now. 
the the uh, I almost called them the Rockets. I got basketball on the brain. The Texans have built a a franchise around that defensive front seven because they know Andrew. We're gonna have to play Andrew Luck twice a year. Mm-hmm. We we just will point blank period. We need to be able to beat him. And where how we're gonna do it? We're gonna go get pressure on people. That's it. That's what we're gonna do. That's how it's going to be done. I think the Titans should take a serious look at that and say, you know what? If we're going to have to play him twice a year and Blake Bortles is emerging, we might need to go out there and just get some people who can go get the quarterback and get nasty. See, now that, that that's a smart pick. I, I'm not doubting that. I'm not saying that you should pass up on Williams because he is a great athlete. He, he can get to the quarterback. He's great right off the end, but they're not going to. It's just it's point blank. I know for a fact – I would put money on it right now that they do not draft Williams at number two. The NFL schedule just came out. Yeah, and I saw know, that. You see who's the Titans are playing week one? Who? They're playing the Bucks. So it could be Winston versus Mariota in week one. Uh. That would be that would be good. Where's that <laughs> game at? Is that it's, a, it's in Tampa. It's in Tampa. Oh, yes. that's unfortunate. Yes. But oh, uh, in Tennessee. That that's that's interesting. I mean, or or it could be Leonard Williams versus uh Jameis Winston. No, it's not. It's going to be James Winston versus Marcus <laughs> Mariota. See, I told but you. it should it, be Williams. What it should be and what it's going to be are two totally different things, and they always are. Listen, That's listen. unless the Titans trade out of that pick. Which, or the Bucks trade out of that pick. They mentioned today that they would be interested, but time's running out. Listen, man, you got to – I think you either get a get a pass rusher or trade out of that pick. And the, the trade that everybody's talking about right now is the Chargers wanting to get – get up there mm-hmm. and maybe get a quarterback because Phillip Rivers hasn't signed a contract extension. They can always franchise him, but he hadn't signed an extension. They want it. San Diego wants to go to L.A. Phillip, like, no, I don't want to go to L.A. And so it's like, well, if we can't keep him and guarantee to keep him, mm-hmm. we'll trade him and get get a, a franchise, quote, unquote, quarterback in either Mariota or Winston. I don't think either one is a franchise quarterback, but that's not me. This is the GM over in San Diego talking. And so the way it would work is maybe Tennessee trades uh, the number two overall pick and their third round pick to the Chargers for uh, Phillip Rivers and a second round pick. And so that would give the Chargers, what is that? Uh, I think it gives them three picks in the top, like 53 or so, which would be great for them. And they get, you know, their quarterback in Tennessee gets Phillip Rivers. Do you think Phillip Rivers coming to Tennessee will be a good thing for the Titans, Ben? Possibly, but I would draft uh, Bryce Petty in the second round if he's still sitting there just because. I mean, I don't know how many years Phillip Rivers has left, maybe two. I think Bryce Petty is – he could possibly be an NFL starter. I like Petty. He's taking a lot of hits Phillip Rivers has. Yes, that's why – yeah, and I think that if you want to have a guy in there that he can learn from, I don't – Phillip Rivers – he hasn't made a Super Bowl, but he's made a few AFC championship games. 37, 37 sacks over the past five seasons. Uh, he does have that Ken Wisenhunt connection. They linked up for a while over in San Diego. Uh, I don't know. I, I would, I would feel more comfortable as a Titans fan over the next two or three years if Philip Rivers was my quarterback as opposed to either Jameis Winston or Marcus you would, Mariota. You would know exactly what you have, and mm-hmm. in, yeah. in when it comes to your weapons, I mean, Justin Hunter, Kendall Wright, they're. You'll know what what they are. You you'll know if they're good receivers or not because Phil Rivers will put the ball in their hands. If they can't go and make a play, then you have to start looking elsewhere. But yeah. that's why I would say draft Petty if he's in there in the second round because 
He could learn under Rivers, and then you could start building your offensive weapons that way, whereas Ken Wisenhunt could still keep his job, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I think that he would keep his job is if he did trade for Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Instead of trying to build through the draft with Mariota or Winston. Yeah. I agree I agree wholeheartedly with you because it's it's such a steep curve at the quarterback position for rookies. Mm. And so that you draft a rookie QB and you're you're gonna be bad that year. Especially if you plan on throwing him out there immediately and having him play. There have been a few exceptions where I guess RG three his rookie year, Vince Young came in and saved Jeff Fisher's job his rookie year, where Yeah, you but know, we know how both of those have turned out. And and both of those were different type quarterbacks. Both of those were were more beat you with their legs and their arm type players. And so it takes the league a while to adjust when a new one comes in mm-hmm. like that. But the defense always catches up and adjusts. Pocket passes usually, you know, you struggle a little bit from the pocket your first year in the NFL because everybody's so much faster. And you really got to anticipate and, you know, sense the pressure and everything like that and see what the defense is doing pre-snap and all. So that's a little bit difficult. But you draft a quarterback for number two pick, you're gonna be bad for at least next year. Yep. So I don't. I again, I just don't. They know sell why. tickets. Though. They, They're gonna they, sell tickets. They do. But serious. Do you want? Think about this. The Titans were 30th in scoring mm-hmm. last year. They were 29th in total yards. They were dead last in total plays. 29th in rushing attempts. 31st in rushing TDs. Six worst rushing attack in the game, in the league last year. Scoring percentage of 23.6%, which put them at third worst in the NFL. Three teams last year, only three teams averaged under 16 points per game. The Titans were one. Uh, Oakland was the other one, along with Jacksonville. Their average uh, drive time was fourth worst in the NFL, just a second better than Oakland's. Would you want to pit a rookie in that situation? Like, that offense is bad no matter who the quarterback is. Well, Oakland's offense was led by a rookie. Yeah. So, I mean, De- that's... Defend the Raiders. I am going to defend Go the Raiders. Go ahead and defend the Raiders. I am going to defend the Raiders. Because I think the Raiders' offense will be better next year than the Titans because of that. Cause yeah, because they've, they've already gotten that bump out the way. Right. And they've got... They've got... They drafted a rookie quarterback. What round did they draft him in? Wasn't he second or third round? Uh, second round, I Second believe. round. Late second. Second round. You can get you a quarterback in the second round. Bryce Petty will still be there in the second round if you so choose to mm-hmm. go with a quarterback. You can you can get you a decent quarterback in Bryce Petty. Get get somebody. Figure out what you're going to build this team around. And, again, it's easier to build around a solid defense than it is hoping you get a great quarterback. Because a, a good defensive lineman, mm-hmm. which is what Leonard Williams is, is is a lot. You can pit him in there and then find other players to go around or pit him with other people. You need a great quarterback. You, you need one if you're going to build your franchise around a quarterback. The Bears have tried to build that that franchise around Jay Cutler. They went out there and got Jay Cutler, say, hey, we're going to build it around you, and they flopped. That has failed miserably. The Redskins have tried mm-hmm. to build the franchise around RG3, and that has failed miserably sure you get Aaron Rodgers you get Tom Brady you get give me somebody you get Big Ben in there you get Drew Brees in there Joe Flacco sure I'm not counting Flacco yes you are I'm not yeah but you also why, why would you have you? a bunch of good coaches and around there quarterback 
that's the thing. You don't know, is it the quarterback making the coach look good? Is it the coach making the quarterback look good? It would be interesting to see some of these coaches go to some of these lesser franchises right now and see if they can make that franchise relevant. It would be interesting to see Belichick go to uh, – Oh, uh, not Oakland, Cleveland. Mm. Although it would be interesting. He was in Cleveland up. in the early 90s. And go back to Cleveland. That would be great. It would be interesting to see Harborough go to Oakland and see if he can't turn that around. It would be interesting to see what McCarthy can do with uh, a roster like Tennessee's. You know, that would be interesting to see. Mm. But we're not going to see that because they got great quarterbacks. They got, they got franchise quarterbacks, and as long as you have one of those, you can make magic happen. True. And I don't think you're going to get one of those in this draft, so why draft one so early? So why are you going to draft right, uh, Why are you going to draft Petty in the second? Because that's a good value. Is that somebody that's that you can build your franchise around? You're not In the second round, you're not building a uh, franchise around that player. That player is going to come in and fill a role, uh, uh, a specific role. You're drafting on need at that point. You need a quarterback. You draft a quarterback in the second round. So, He's not gonna so be, you draft Petty in the second round. Who, yeah. Who's starting game one? Mettenberger? Well, Whitehurst, Petty, who's going to start? I, I Who guess, would you be confident giving the ball to? Whoever wins the quarterback competition in camp. I, is that, so, oh, so that hard not? of a competition to win, though? Why not? Give it, no, give it, to, but, give it to Mettenberger. Because what you're going to do is you're going to run the football, you're going to use the clock, and you're going to pitch your defense out there you, and say, how great don't is turn. Though. But, but you also just He's said that. He's a workhorse. Get you, get you another. Go out there in free agency and pick up another tailback. Yeah. Run, for Adrian run, Peterson. Run three of them at a time. I don't care. Why? Yeah, because you just stated off the fact that they were like fourth worst in running last season. So why would you? They were worst if you're not going to pick up if you're not going to pick up a running back and throw in a, a rookie quarterback and say we're just going to run the ball pound it pound it. But you don't have anybody to run it with. You don't have anybody it, to pass it with. It's a, it's a lost cause. I mean, they just need. It, to it's, it is a lost swipe, cause. Swipe that's it and you, start over. That's why you go get a good defensive player and build around that defense and say we're going to stop you guys on on the defensive side of the ball, and then offensively, kick a give it back field, over, uh, kick back. a couple, kick a couple field goals, maybe get a touchdown here or there or something like that. So and then, and then, and then win like that. So you, we've seen teams do it. You're saying Tennessee's game's pretty much built on like a ten to seven win that, every and, every and, week. Ten and to seven. That's how you build it. Your Ravens won a Super Bowl playing that way, did they not? They did. Yeah, but I don't see a Ray Lewis and uh Well, you got yeah, you can draft a Sam player who's going to be one of the top ten to fifteen defensive players in the NFL in the next five years. And Leonard Williams. So you go get him. That's what I'm saying. I'm if saying you ta- you if you take get- him second, you could get Bryce Petty in the second round. And there you go, bow. Problem solved. Now, now you've got something. What are you going to do with the running game? Run it. I don't know who can. Yeah, who's going to run it? Sankey's going to. Sankey. Run. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like running backs are getting taken in the first round anymore. No. Well, they'll be two taken this year, I think. Yeah. Girl in uh, Gordon. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just you just sit there and you say we're going to build around a defense because Seattle did it. The Giants have done it. The Patriots have done it. Even with Tom Brady, the Patriots won those first couple Super Bowls because that defense was real good. Mm. The Ravens do it. Well, they cheated to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're like <laughs> cheaters. <laughs> you just can't let that tuck rule go, Ben. It's not a rule anymore for a reason. <laughs> let it go. It's not a rule anymore for let a it reason. Go. It's okay, Ben. The Patriots have done it. <laughs> 
like a running back fumbling the ball, and they say that he was throwing it. He might have been. Tom Brady's arm was going forward. <laughs> Tom Stop. Brady and Charles Stop. Woodson yeah. were at the center of that play. It made my heart happy. Yeah. It didn't Not make mine. yours happy. That's no. unfortunate. It did when it happened, and then they reversed it. Yeah. That's well, a, that's, that, that, that Raiders you know, team was built on a great defense. No, no, it wasn't. I mean, it had a decent defense, but you have Jerry Rice and Tim Brown as your two receivers. Jay, Rich Gannon won an MVP. Both of those, all three of them were in the tri, tri, tri light, twilight twilight of their career. But they had Jerry Porter as the third. They had Charlie Garner at running back, Tyrone Wheatley. I mean, they had a lot of weapons. Zach Crockett was their short yardage guy. I mean, on defense, yes, Charles Woodson, Rod Woodson, Bill Romanowski, all those guys, yes, but it was their offense that, I mean, they were lighting it up on people. They scored, I think, like at least 35 in their first four games. Yeah. I mean, defense wins championships, people. So build the defense. But offense sells tickets. Offense does sell yeah, tickets. And as a GM, but, you, but you know want to sell tickets. You know what else sells tickets? Winning. Winning. You know what keeps you your job? Winning. Winning. Do you want to win or sell tickets? Right now, if I'm Tennessee, I'm selling tickets because there ain't no damn way you're going to win. Right. Oh Interception sealed the Super Bowl, not a touchdown. Hey. Defense wins championships. Get you some players on the defensive side of the ball, and you got the number two overall pick. You have it. Or trade out of that pick, get more picks, and then you could draft more defensive <laughs> players. I'm just, but they're not going to do it. Then you don't think they – so you don't think they'll pull the trade off? I, I, don't, I don't see it happening right now. Would you trade Drew? Would you trade for Phillip Rivers? I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, Phillip Rivers has proven himself in the past in San Diego. Uh, like Ben said, he's never made that Super Bowl, but he's played in those AFC Championship games. It's just, it's not the sexy pick. And I, I keep going back to that because that's what the fans want. I mean, just think, like, NBA draft. Jordan Adams. How how upset were people at the – how upset were Grizzlies fans at that pick? Because they had no idea who he was. They wanted the sexy player. They wanted uh, the Rodney Hood or the – who was the other guy that was Shabazz still on was still with Shabazz was still on Kyle, right after – Kyle Anderson. Kyle, Kyle Anderson, Anderson was, was on. John Harden, people John people were that upset about it. Harden yelled at me because I wasn't excited about that trade. Not trade, that pick. About Jordan Adams? Yeah. Yeah, he yelled, he yelled at me on air, as a matter of fact. He uh, yells at a lot of people on air. <laughs> I had my friends yelling at me about it. When it happened, I was like, how many UCLA games did you watch? Doesn't matter. Rodney Hood's good. We need a three. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a three? I mean. Oh, experts come out the woodwork. <laughs> out the woodwork when it's time for a draft. I mean, sure, yeah, they did need a three, but yeah. they really weren't looking for immediate help, I don't yeah. think, in the draft. No. No, they weren't looking, but they... But see, uh, that's what I'm side, saying. Fans they need are, to start looking for immediate help. That's just what fans are, are looking for. They're looking for that sexy pick. I understand that, but that's not intelligent, though. It's not. And Ruth Stone. But are, but are fans intelligent people? No. No, we're But not. the GM is supposed to be, though. Ruth Stone is supposed <laughs> to be intelligent, isn't he? <laughs> He's supposed to be a mastermind villain. I tell you this, if the... He's Bucks doing a great it, job of destroying, destroying the team. Destroying the, the franchise with, <laughs> with pickups like Dexter McCluster and and Michael Orr and the rest of them. I'm so glad about that one. Well, if they if the Bucks end up taking Mariota, Titans aren't taking Winston. I'll tell you that much. They've had they've had some head cases in the past. I think they're not they going to take Winston. Want, they'll they're probably stay away from. They him. may trade out of the pick if Mariota's taking number one. 
I think that that's they, the only way I, I see that happening. They should trade out of the pick. Uh, back while well, we're still on quarterback situation, we're gonna get on Mettenberger right now. So nobody here is sold on Mettenberger as a starting NFL quarterback. No, that zero and six record just sealed it for you. Yes, those seven interceptions versus eight touchdowns sealed it for you. Yes, and he sacked Mettenberger. And, <laughs> and he got beat up at a bar. Yeah, <laughs> and he had the knee injury to come into the year. Last game of the season against uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yep. Uh, well, former executive Greg Kossel, Greg Kossel told a radio show in Nashville that if he had a choice, he would take Mettenberger over Winston. Well, there's a reason he's a former executive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Zach, Zach is, is approaching it, and everybody else on the Titans' offense is approaching the offseason like Mettenberger is – their only quarterback. Maybe he has something against the Titans and wants them to suck. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Mettenberger has uh, organized team workouts for he and the receivers and everything like that. And Kendall Wright told the Tennessean, as of right now, my quarterback and everybody else's quarterback is Zach Mettenberger. He has to say that, though. Well, he's yeah. You can't, you, can't, you can't go out there and be like, be like we're taking Mariota. Mettenberger, you go sit your little butt on the bench when, he's, hey, when it's still not – when are we trading for Philip Rivers? Yeah, I mean you can't just do that. You gotta, you have to say those type of things to your current players and about your current players because if something falls through and you're like, well, we're going after Mariota, we're going after Winston, no hold bars, we don't give a crap about Mettenberger, and something falls through, you don't get either one of them. Sometimes the GM trades or does something like that, then you look like a jackass to your players, and your players don't like that. So that's what he has to say. That's the educated thing he has to do. I, it doesn't. It didn't feel that way when I read the article. It felt like he was like, "Yo, he lied." I, I want Mettenberger to lead us. Nobody wants Mettenberger to lead them. <laughs> Kendall Wright does. Kendall Wright said, "Hey, Philip Rivers didn't text me." James because Kendall Wright actually had good games with Mettenberger. He had like 160 yards receiving and like 12 receptions. Yeah. Do you think? Is there any chance that the Titans that that Zach Mettenberger is the starter week one for the Titans? Yes, if Mariota gets injured mm-hmm. in the preseason. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you guys are not not going to budge on this quarterback situation. No, no. and are we going to spend the whole podcast? Are you trying to convince us on it? No, I'm done. Because CJ hates quarterbacks. I he do. would never draft one. I wouldn't. You just, just play with wouldn't. ten people, right? Ten people on offense wouldn't have a quarterback. I play. I'd run the wildcat the whole game. <laughs> That's what I would do. You gonna throw out of the wildcat? No, no, no. So get Nobody, rid of receivers. Get rid of receivers. So just you're gonna, you're gonna, add, you're just, gonna add more linemen. Just linemen. You gonna play our, uh, Navy style? Yes. Huh. Why not run run you a little triple option? Six times and run it <laughs> fifty. Why not play keep away? Because that's not the way the game works anymore. It's not the way it works anymore. You're right, but a solid defense is how you win. More Super Bowls have been won. More championships have been won. More games have been won mm. with a good defense than a good quarterback. And I know. I, I agree with you. I, I do. I'm just saying it's not going to happen. And that's just what I have to go back to because I know for a fact 100% Titans are taking Mariota or Winston, whichever one's left. And that's just that's just how it is. And they would be making a big mistake and dooming that franchise to another three to four years of underperformance. They just would be. Uh, well, let's let's move on to to your favorite team, Drew. 
the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, man. They're no, so good. No Not Ray really. Rice. But they did, and they, they – We lost so many people. I, they I, released their other running back, too, right, off-field issues. No, they still have um, Justin Forsett. Justin yeah, Forsett is there. I'm sorry. Bernard Pierce? That's who so I'm who thinking of, Bernard yeah. Pierce. He got released. Uh, we let go. Uh, Torrey Smith is gone. We've let go of uh, Nada. Hadodi Nada? I've been a fan. Hadodi Nada. He's been playing for like 15 years for Ravens. I can still never learn how to say his name right. Um, but some of the trades and some of the stuff that they just did in the offseason really just puzzled the heck out of me. I mean, I remember talking to uh, my father about it, and we just, we honestly just didn't know what was going on, but that's behind us. I'm going to look to the four, look forward. And what I want out of the Ravens is I want a receiver. And I don't know if I want a receiver. Or I, I, you got four set in the running back, but if you can pick up somebody that can be like a Ray Rice, which Melvin Gordon can be, he is that kind of power runner. You know, just he'll, he can break tackles. He can punch it down people's throats. And if he's there, I'll, I'll take him. But what I think they need most of all is receiver because right now your number one receiver is Steve Smith and he's played 15 years in the NFL. He's not going to be there for another five. So I think you need to try to pick up the best franchise wide receiver that you can right in, in the first round. Okay. You don't like Marlon Brown? I, oh, I love Marlon no, Brown from, from, from Harden Academy. Yes. I saw him play football uh, or football and basketball. He graduated my eighth grade year. So luckily I never actually had to go against him. <laughs> um, I've actually got his autograph. I got it while I was playing a basketball game in Rossville. Went down there. It's like, hey, yo, Marlon, can I get your autograph? He's like, yeah, sure. And then he goes back in and dunks over like two of our players because he's that good and we suck <laughs> at everything. <laughs> I'm sorry for anybody that actually goes to school at Rossville anymore. You suck at sports. We always have. It's just is what it is. Except so, for me, I was great. Okay, that that was going. I was a one shining moment out of okay. that out of that school. If I was going to ask, if you yeah. guys sucked that sports and you went there, what hey, I can't win. I can't win by myself. Okay, <laughs> really I'm like not. the Titan. I, I'm like Mary. I, I would be like Mariota the Titans. I can't win by myself when I got no pieces around me. What? Yeah. All right. Did you compare yourself to Marcus Mariota? I did. Ben, to Oakland. I'm not going to dignify that with a response. Uh, oh, wait, wait. I'm we, sorry we, to anybody out there, former former classmates, former uh, teammates. I'm sorry. I just get carried away. No, I love you not. guys. He's not sorry. Oakland, I just mentioned that they were pretty bad also last yes, year. Yes, they were. The Titan, if the Titans were 30th, the, the Raiders were 31st in offense. Right. You know, I understand this. So and, and it's understandable. They got the rookie quarterback coming through, playing. They've been – you know, t- making some noise in the offseason. They've been talking about actually trying to get in this Adrian Peterson sweepstakes themselves. What's going on out there in Oakland, man? Uh, the problem is, is when you have a rookie quarterback and you have a bunch of throwaway wide receivers, such as uh, James Jones. I mean, he was he led the league in touchdowns in Green Bay, but he was the third receiver. Andre Holmes, he was the third receiver in Dallas. Kimbrell Tompkins, he was the third receiver in New England. Who's going to be your number one? You have a bunch of third and fourth receivers on your team with a rookie quarterback. No one's going to step up. James Jones averaged probably like six yards per catch. Yeah, I mean, that that's not any good at all. Their run game kind of came alive towards the end of the season. They found something in Latavius Murray. I like him a lot. Uh, if he ends up starting, I, I hope that's the case. I know they signed Trent Richardson and also Roy Hallou, and you mentioned they're trying to get an Adrian Peterson sweepstakes. Why? Because they're the Raiders. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
Last year, their run game was Darren McFadden and Maurice Jones-Drew, and that's not going to win anything for you. And to go along with the rookie quarterback, he was kind of on his own out there. They picked up Michael Crabtree, which I like. Just like six years too late. <laughs> All of those players were, were about six years too late. If well, they had Mojo well, from six years ago? Yeah, well, they had McFadden from six years ago, and he was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but He got hurt a lot, though, didn't he? Yes, he had, one, good, he had one big breakout season, and... He never recaptured that. But Crabtree was taken after they selected Darius Hayward Bay, which he's still in the league. Props to him. I didn't <laughs> think he was going to do it. I just don't understand why the Raiders – I mean, I do because it was he was fast. But when you draft a receiver whose weakness is hands, you're going to be in for trouble. You take him seventh overall over Michael Crabtree, which I, I didn't understand whatsoever. Well, he was fast. Yeah. He was fast. But Michael he was Crabtree fast. was a beast at Texas Tech. He was yes. fast. He, he was, was on the fast. cover of His NCAA. weakness was hands. Uh, he was as a fast. Receiver, as a receiver. He was fast. It doesn't matter. You got to catch the he damn was, thing. And wasn't he like the fifth hey, best is, receiver? Is this Al Davis over here? <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want to about Al Davis. He had a plan. He did. He said, we are going to be fast. We are yes. going to get all the fast people we can. He tried to draft the same ball. He didn't, but that had been cool. That would have been pretty cool. Uh, in this draft, I'm torn. You're torn? Yeah. Between what and what? Between Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston? <laughs> no, for the Raiders? <laughs> I'm not taking either of those guys. Uh, I'm not going to have the opportunity. Leonard Williams or Amari Cooper? I did all that talking about how awesome of a player Leonard Williams was. You're like, nope, nope. Take a quarterback. We never said – we were talking as Tennessee. We never said being on our own too. teams. Oh, uh, I figured as much with you, Hogan. That's what I figured. No, um, <laughs> no. If I was the Titans or the Bucks, I wouldn't take Leonard Williams over a quarterback because you need to have a quarterback. The Raiders don't need to take a quarterback. Surprise! So you think that the need at quarterback is greater than the need along the defensive line for the Titans? Yes. Okay. Because I think the Raiders are a year ahead of the Titans when it comes to building a team. They drafted Khalil Mack last year, who is going to be an All Pro in the next. Three or four years, I believe, mm-hmm. and they they did good on that pick. They did good on Derek Carr. They had a good draft last year. And watching Amari Cooper at Alabama, I kept saying, "Man, he's gonna look awesome in silver and black." But now that Leonard Williams might fall to them, I'm kind of stuck in the possibility of be, be able to draft Williams in the first round and then maybe get uh, Doriel Green Beckham. In the second round, I really like that. That's if everything falls perfect, though, that happens. Yes, that's true, but they also have Jalen Strong from Arizona State, and I watched him play, and he's a really good receiver as well. Amari Cooper, I think, is one of those guys that will be special, but, you know, if like you said, you're building through defense. You'll have Williams on the front line, Khalil mm-hmm. Mack. They also signed Malcolm Smith, the former Super Bowl MVP. They got Curtis Lofton, who's had over 100 tackles each year. Still have Seal Moore. They have a great stable of linebackers. There's not a corner up there that you want to take in a top five pick. They're going young with those guys. They have uh, DJ Hayden, who they took in the first round a couple years back. They have McGill, who is another young guy. They turned uh, Taiwan Jones, former running back, turned him into a corner. Mm-hmm. Charles Woodson's still there, which is cool. And uh, free safety or safety, strong safety. Uh, I believe he's free safety. Okay, 
But I don't – Leonard Williams would solidify that defense to where they could spend the rest of the draft focusing on offensive weapons. I don't think they need a tight end because they have Michael Rivera. I think he's serviceable in what they want to do in that offense. Uh, if they do draft a tight end, it would have to be in the fourth or fifth round, maybe a complimentary, like a more blocking tight end instead of a pass catcher. Mm-hmm. But I think the first two picks uh, need to be a defensive lineman and a wide receiver. I think that later on, you brought up, you know, later on in the draft, I think they should take Bobby McCain, Memphis would, product. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, they, they McCain is a great cornerback. He He's is a touchdown himself. He is on the smaller side. But yes. he had, what, 19 passes defended, 11 interceptions in 22 games? The thing with McCain, are, are, are we getting into this now? Yeah, let's, let's yeah, go ahead and get it. into this. Okay. Um, with McCain, my thoughts on him are he's a smaller guy. He takes chances. There's a spot in the league for him. He'll be a scheme guy. I think he'd be great with the, a slot, a, mm-hmm. a slot corner, taking guy the third receivers on teams because usually those are the guys that go in the – the shorter routes, and it's okay to gamble with those guys. And right. they're not always – they're going to be on the smaller side anyway because chances are they're probably going across the middle. You see it mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think he will be the type of guy that defenses will be looking for to counter the three and four wide receiver sets that a lot of offenses are running now. I mean, that's the way the NFL is going. You know, you'll have three, four, even five sometimes. And I think McCain's definitely got a spot in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, go ahead, Drew. From what I've heard through through my inside sources that I have, um, most teams have been talking to Bobby about just being a uh, a special teams guy, punt returner, and that a kick is why returner. I think he'd be great for Oakland, and that's how he's going to get into the league. He's not going to get drafted as a corner. I think later on in his career, I think he can move up to corner. But if he gets drafted, it's at a special teams and as a returner. That's because Oakland's starting field position was at their 24, which was the worst in the NFL. I think you get a player as explosive as Bobby McCain back there, right. returning some kicks, returning some punts. I think that can do you guys a whole world of good as far as starting field position goes. And he can also fill in and be that third cornerback, that nickel-dime cornerback. Yeah, and no, that's what I think his position on defense will be. And I think you – know, that's, that's, And it'll be that way for his whole career because he's just too small yeah, he's not gonna to cover be, people. Yeah, he's not going to be matched up with, you know – Calvin Johnson. Yes. Andre Calvin, Johnson. Yeah. Well, maybe Andre Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, if with, with Oakland and McCain is going to be there late. He is. He's going to yeah, be I think there. He's going to be there in the fourth, fifth. fifth. Yeah. I think he's fifth, sixth. I got him mid six. I th- I'm thinking five. I like him at five. I think late five, early Drew. six. Homer. I don't care. <laughs> late, late this is the first time you've ever seen me without anything Memphis on because I didn't even wear my Memphis hat today. You got a St. Jude t shirt on. Yeah. I'm helping the kids. Okay. Yeah, it looks like. <laughs> you got a. Yeah, I see. I got to say, you bracelet on too. It's, I was thinking it was a Memphis. Oh, the, I got a Memphis. Oh, I do have a. So it was I, Memphis. I, I, I do it, see you. With it was, blue and but gray like on. it. Uh, well, of course I got blue and gray on, man. I always got to be repping. Okay, always got to be repping. But I'm not as repping as much as much as I normally do. Okay. George. If we would have done this yesterday, then I would have been all Memphis out. But today, I decided to show support for the kids. Okay, but we speaking of Memphis and the kids. Martin Fetty, is he getting drafted? Is he just going to uh, be a free agent? S- late six, I think. I think I that seven. the I know. I know it was just one thing, but I, I really since it happened in the bowl game, 
I think the instigating of the fight against BYU is going to hurt him more than he thinks. I thought it I, at the time. I thought it would, and now the more I read about things, the because going into his senior year, I thought he was could be a third round, a fourth round, and now people are looking at him as a six and a seven. And he didn't he didn't have the greatest senior year, but it wasn't that much to bring him down. I really do think that that might be a factor in it. I don't know. I might be just throwing something out there, but I think it really has hurt him. Uh, I think he will get drafted, but I don't know if it'll be sixth or seventh round. I think it's just his speed. He, I mean, he if he wants to be a guy that you know is in the league in five years, six years, he's gonna have to get quicker. Mm-hmm. He's made, he's he's strong. That's that's what he's got he going for him. He is for he's, certainly that he's a strong dude and he's a run stopper. But to be in the league, you need to have some type of pass rushing capabilities, and I think he's a little too slow right now. But on uh. Looking at it right now, his forty yard dash is a four eight eight. Which no, that's not, it's not too bad. That's not bad for a man of his size. When you watch the film though, he he hits real hard, but it's it takes him a while to get to the quarterback. Yeah. It does. And if he's gonna be in the league, he'll be in the league to go get the quarterback. And I just don't think that he can get there fast enough or quick enough to get drafted. He'll definitely be on an NFL roster. Uh, Al Golden, real quick. Al Golden. Why am I calling this kid Al Golden? Who the heck is Al Golden? I don't know. I'm making up names. Al Bond. Al Golden coached Miami way back when, didn't he? Yes. And Al is Bond. He, is he not still there? He coached Temple. Also, he's, st- he's still there. Is he? Yeah, I okay. think so. Okay. Good for him. Good for Al Golden. Whatever. <laughs> Al Bond, the uh, uh, offensive guard. Will the move to interior line help him at all? He was he started out as a right tackle. He played right tackle for Memphis. They're gonna have to move him to the interior because he's he's not quick enough to keep a defensive end off the quarterback. Will that help at all? Will that help him get drafted at all? No, no, no chance he gets drafted. I don't could think so. be another uh, practice squad. Player. Lonnie Valentine, uh, Mister Relevant. Memphis could have two Mister Relevants in two years, two consecutive years. Congratulations, Memphis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're relevant in football, but you have two Mr. Irrelevance in the draft. Two Mr. Irrelevance in the draft. I wouldn't say we're irrelevant in football. Ten and three is not irrelevant, sir. I said relevant. Oh, I thought I didn't you said say irrelevant. irrelevant. Oh, I didn't know. I said you're relevant oh, okay. in football now, but you have two Mr. Irrelevance. You know what the best part about this draft is? What? That Bo Wallace won't be drafted. <laughs> I think you're just jealous of his hair. You are. Bo has that hair. No. I'm going to call you Baby Bo. You better not call on. me Baby Bo. Baby Bo. He's so <laughs> weird right know, now. You are not going to make fun of me enough to make me cut this off. It looks great, and you know it. And it does. No matter what you it call me, right. I will keep it. You should it keep it. awesome. It does look the great. The ladies love to flow, and especially wants to be able to get into a man bun. Yeah, you're right. Like Bo Wallace's was. The ladies <laughs> were all over Bo Wallace. <laughs> Don't you dare compare me That's- to that black bear. I am. You got a thing against black bears, Drew? Do you only like polar bears? Is that where we're going with this? That's not what I meant. Is that where we're going? Don't compare me to that University of Memphis. (laughs) Uh, Not University of Memphis. (laughs) University of Mississippi alum. All right? Oh, man. Uh, We are almost out of time. Real quick. Number two overall pick. The Titans take. No, wait. Let's say it on three together. One, two, three. Marcus Mariota. They, that's who they're going to take, and they, they will be 100% wrong in doing so. But uh, out of time, Drew, 
where can they find you? You can man? find me on Twitter at dbarrett36 and on Instagram at dbarrett123. And don't forget to go read my articles on the Tri-State Defender website. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at conradicalness. Get in touch with the show. You can comment in the comment section down below if you're on memphisport.com. Or you guys can email us, playingherpodcast at gmail.com. And listen to me every Monday and Thursday on WMR U92 for the best college perspective in sports. And listen to us on Cerrito Live. Cerrito Live every production. Saturday from 11 to 1. New production team right here, people. With the old production team, Ben Hogan. Oh, ben, yeah. where can we find you at, man? Uh, on Twitter at NotTheGolfer. And check me out on 9290ESPN.com. On the air, 9290ESPN. ESPN 790. I don't do anything for Fox 13 on air, but I'm behind the scenes, so... Uh, all that and on the basketball court with CJ. You, you're damn right on the court. <laughs> uh, what what time can we listen to you on that? Uh, two to four, uh, Eric Hasseltine show, and also during football season, eleven to twelve, maybe extending it to be determined uh, on ESPN seven ninety. Real quick. Well, never mind. We're running out of time. Well, thanks, Ben, for coming in. Appreciate it, guys. Drew, thank you as always for Drew, Ben. I'm CJ. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a wonderful and blessed day. See you.